What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Today, I'm with Carlos Mojica, co-owner, co-founder of Opinionated Media. I'm Cam Theory, you guys, if you don't know. And we're with Tino, uh, CEO of Spread Love Incorporated. Um, thankful to have him on. Black-owned business. Got to support. Make sure y'all are copying his merch when you see it out there. But we're going to we're gonna chop it up with him, uh, dive into his story. I met him probably, what, like six, eight months ago at that pop-up. Uh, Jose uh, had that thrift event. With uh, the cars. Yeah, because that's yeah. one of our homies. Um, we had him on the podcast twice because we shot him before. Had some technical difficulties, had to reshoot it, and then yeah. we had him on again. So it was good to, like, see you there. And then uh, I remember copping this shirt from you because I was just like, man, like, I'm going to support. Like, I understand, yeah. from, especially because we're doing, like, content creation yeah. and you're trying to start a business. Yeah. I always try to show love when I can yeah. to small no, business that, owners. That event stuff, was so. cool. Like, everybody that came through and got to show love, mm -hmm. um, I didn't expect it. My brand, everything I had to just sell out that quick, mm -hmm. it was crazy because, like, that was, like, my first time ever vending mm -hmm. with this business so it's like doing a pop-up yeah so like just buying bulk is just nerve-wracking for me like i said you mm -hmm. don't know if people gonna like your stuff nobody knows about your brand you know i might have a thousand followers here and there but like that's not all austin people yeah. you know so mm -hmm. um it was it was crazy but no that was a good dope event it's also nerve-wracking too because the money you have to spend it Exactly. Do the buy in bulk because it's not like you have to get all right, you get 25 mediums, man. There's probably some larges out there, extra large. You have yeah. to gauge like yeah. what like common sizes are, uh, then like the higher you go, the a little bit more expensive they are. But yeah. exactly. typically, when you buy a bulk, it's cheaper, but still overall expensive. And people exactly. always like buy like a size up. Like, I'm a size up person in hoodies. I normally yeah. buy like a XL or like a large, like just so it fits a little baggier, more comfy. Like, you that's know, a, that's what I do now. Yeah. So, like, that's why it's like I feel like. Everybody in our generation is starting to move towards that baggy style. Yeah, it's just like, comfortable. You know, oversized. Yeah. It's like, you know, when we was young, we wanted to show some muscle, wearing some tight clothes, <laughs> yeah. but like we older now, so it's like... It doesn't loose. matter. Yeah, one I might our, be comfortable. One of our other friends that makes clothes, we talk about all the time, it's really because of Kanye. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. yeah he started doing all the baggy room. stuff, and yeah. that's... Everybody started... Every, like, every kind of trend he said it, that's kind of what people like yeah. started gravitating to. Um, so he like his fashion like he's, he's just a fashion icon. So, he is. but he's he's wearing like he's wearing baggy now. Yeah. And then kind of when he started wearing baggy, that's when everybody started wearing baggy. I can see that. Yeah. For sure. Um, but give us a little backstory. Where are you from? Mm -hmm. Um, basically, how do you got here to where you at now? Right. Um. So me and my family moved from Dallas to Austin. Um. I've been in Austin for all these years. Uh, I still call Dallas home because I still got my family there. Of course. Cowboy um, fan. I used to be. Used to be. <laughs> used to be. Hold used on. To be. <laughs> like, I just can't. So it's crazy story. Later on, like, I know we were super young, but when Troy Aikman, mm -hmm. like, retired, like, I just, I still remember that day. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I can rock with them no more. I really liked him. I don't know why. But my home room was, like, as a kid growing up, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Everything. Cups, covers, blankets, towels. Everything was Cowboys. Um, but now I'm a Steelers fan. Like, really? Yeah. So you went for you went that's to a rival. Yeah, like that's crazy. North, a rival. It's kind of a rival. It's kind of not not crazy. It's not like the like Eagles. They don't play it's like the Eagles or 49ers or Giants. They're or they're something. like mainly our rivals cuz they like were tied with us in uh, Super Bowl wins. Yeah. And they're are both in the NFC too. All they are in the NFC. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh. Oh, they yeah. They were tied yeah. with us. Uh us and them had the most. The most. And then we yeah. 2000 
was it nine, nine, nine. The last time they won yeah. with the they, Cardinals, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they now they have the most. So. Yeah, but so I'll, like AB is like I still think he's one of the best receivers there is. Like, bro, they actually posted some stats about him the other day and like crazy. His stats are like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, he's cold. Like, like, Hall like, of Famer first ballot. If he didn't have the antics, like it's not even a. Yeah, I feel like you can't take that in consideration, but because it's like all field, like what he's doing on the field, like that's yeah, that still matters. That's, yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. what matters because you're in the Hall of Fame because what you did on the exactly. field. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously the all field issues are a problem, but yeah, what he did on the field, you can't overlook. Yeah, but you know, uh, back to that. Um, been in Austin for all these years. Went to Conley High School. Um, after that, after I graduated, uh, went to Texas State University. Uh, did my four years there. Um, what really got me into like this clothing stuff is I want to say sophomore year um, they had a fashion show and I was actually modeling in it and like um, at Conley or Texas State Texas State okay so yeah my sophomore year there at Texas State um, I was about to be a junior but they did like a spring show or something and uh, I got to model in it and but in this like fashion show it's just like local people like some of the students. Or whoever they wanted to come, you know, get their brand recognized at the university. Like, they sold tickets and everything, like, and it was a party afterwards. But, like, just that whole moment, just to see, like, people's brand in a fashion show, even though if it was just for a college, like, that is cool. Like, I'm actually, fire. you know, I'm sporting somebody's brand. And I'm talking about, I did, like, four people's, like, brands, like, brand changing. Like, it's like, it was crazy. Like, just seeing that, I was like, dang. The school threw that on? Uh, no, I can't remember the organization itself, but I do remember the people um, that organized it together, but it was just like a club. That's fire. They just put it together, and I'm talking about this event, packed. And they, like, we decorated, the models and the directors decorated this whole like, this, like venue. We had mm-hmm. like dirt, and then we had like leaves. Like I think it was like Enchanted Forest or something like that. That was mm-hmm. the kind of the theme, but like everybody had their like... Whoever, whatever uh, artist or you know mm-hmm. person designer, they just had they picked their models who they wanted to wear with, you know which and what, and it just from there and then like just after that experience like I used to like love modeling and like doing all that and then like I started bump going straight more into photography, but like once I saw like that is cool like you I'm rocking somebody's brand like somebody made this and they had some cool stuff. And, like, it just motivated me. I never jumped into it, but I just said one day I want to start a brand. What would you go to school for? Um, for my bachelor's, I actually got my master's there, too. For my bachelor's, I got uh, for advertising, and okay. my minor was in communication studies. Okay. So I had a dream of just working for an advertising agency, um, going from there, working a basic nine-to-five like I still do now. But for sure. <laughs> but for I now. wanted to work yeah. at it for now, exactly. Yeah. Um, I did want to work... Um, you know, at an advertising agency, and as I was getting older and, like, going through, like, sophomore, junior, senior, I was realizing, like, advertising doesn't really make a lot of money. Like, creatives. I was a creative at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to do that. And you have to do it. It's a lot of work. It is. And you don't get paid enough for mm-hmm. what you do. It's so. a lot of wear and tear on the body. Exactly. So, shout out to all the creatives and advertising. Um, keep grinding. Hopefully, you get recognized for your work. Um, but, yeah. So, I did that. And then I went and got my master's. So 2020 is when I graduated college, my undergrad. So obviously, we all know 2020 Mm -hmm. was a terrible year. Right when I was about to graduate was like May. So two months before that, in March. You know what I'm saying? So the pandemic hit. I didn't get to walk the stage. It it was just a bad experience. So like I felt super empty after that because they had graduation online. 
Yeah, and that's a moment because everybody's there, family, friends, I didn't picture, even go like to everything. It. Everybody's like, you didn't do the online graduation? I was like, no, I don't. It's not the same. It's not the same. No, I worked my ass off for four years. I want to do something with Get, it. Jump in the lake afterward? Like, we didn't do that. I didn't even go do that. We couldn't do that. They closed the park. So it was just, it was too much. And like, I was very lost after that because I had this like image of myself being in, you know, back here in Austin, starting my life off, being a first gen student, X, Y, Z, and you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to have my job, have everything figured out. I got my internship, this and that. The COVID cut my internship. I lost five job interviews because of that. Damn. Damn. Uh, like, I had them lined up. I'm talking about I saw my future bright. And then mm. COVID just, you it's know, like cut else. all that. Yeah. Like, just like it affected everybody. But after that, I was just really lost. And then um, I was still doing photography for grab, grab photos mm. here and there, wearing a mask and everything. Just awkward. But, you know, you still got to do what you got to do. And then... I had one client. She, uh, we were just talking. Her name is Akila, and uh, we were just talking throughout the shoot and everything. And next thing you know, uh, you know, we just started talking. And I was like, "What do you plan to do after this? Since you're about to graduate?" Mm -hmm. So oh, I'm gonna go get my master's. I was like, "I ain't never thought about that." You know, I was like, "Okay, what in what? Oh, marketing. This program, my friend. You know, she was like, my friend told me about this program and marketing. I was like, I did advertising. So I can do this. So after the shoot, you know, I just I'm hitting her up about it, asking like a thousand questions. I'm just like surprised she even kept responding. Yeah. You know, I kept asking all these questions. But, you know, thankfully she told me about it. Uh, I submitted the application probably the day of my birthday, June 29th. It was due July 2nd, which is like three days before. Uh, so I turned it in late um, because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I, yeah. I was really hoping I can go back to Austin and go get a job. But mm -hmm. there was no jobs in 2020 at that time. Um, at least big businesses, corporations. A lot of them were shutting down or just cutting people. Uh, so I ended up applying, and I got in, and I just started going to grad school at Texas State University, and uh, I don't know what it was. I think that idea, that fashion show, I was like, I need to do something. I'm bored. Because, you mm -hmm. know, we're still in that pandemic time where not everybody's outside or doing a lot. I was just bored just doing school. And I got to the point where... Um, I, wanted, I was like, okay, I'm going to make a brand. And it, actually, this wasn't even supposed to be what it is. This is supposed to be about photography. Mm. I was like, I have all clientele. I've, I've been doing photo, you know, grad shoots for three, four years. I can make money off of my brand from photography. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to say, uh, take a pic, it'll last longer. That was going to be my first slogan on a like, crew neck or a hoodie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this, this could work. I got hit up my friend I worked with in this marketing internship. He did a mock-up for me, and then uh, I called some people, um, probably like five minutes from my apartment, that do like, you know, bulk orders, this and that, and they told me the price was like, five, maybe like eight to ten for like mm -hmm. 500 because of the amount of stitching for the embroidery. I tell you, boy, I said, yeah, okay, I'm good. <laughs> so that, that, that's exactly what this brand was supposed to be. It was actually yeah. supposed to be for my photography. It wasn't even supposed to be a positive, like... What got you into photography? Like, where, where did that even come like about? Come in? Yeah. yeah. Um, really, junior year of high school, uh -huh. I was in a class full of freshmen in a theater class. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do it. I'm the lady was mean already. And she was already getting on my nerves. And then these kids, you know, they're freshmen. I'm not a senior, but at the time, it still so it's was just, the same it was just immature. Yeah. So I ended up actually walking out of that class and like walking down the hall. And I saw like a classroom full of like laptops, Mac, you know, the MacBook desktops, and then uh, 
like cameras and stuff and lenses. I asked this lady, I was like, hey, what, what's this class? And she was like, oh, it's your book, uh, photojournalism and a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I was like, can I join one of them? She's like, all my classes are full. So I asked, I was like, please let me get in your class because like, I don't want to be in this theater class with these freshmen and the ladies mean. She straight up got out of her seat, worked whatever she was working on and walked with me down to the office and uh, she got me into newspaper. That's fire. Yeah, and then she taught me how to use a camera it's like here and there, I only knew the basics, and then um, I actually took a lot of good pictures. Surprisingly, even though I didn't know what the heck I was doing, and uh, yeah, so she taught me pretty much the basics, and I kept rocking with it. Did like all the sports at high school. I was doing interviews there. Um, became chief photographer for the whole thing for the her. basics take you a long way. Yeah. So like, her name was Miss Porsche. I'll never forget her as well. Because shout out Miss Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she pretty much got me to where I am, too, because of that, kicking it off. Then I started focusing. I stopped doing photography during, like, senior year of mm-hmm. high school. I went to focus on sports, mm-hmm. do this and that. And then I got back to college once I realized I wasn't going to do sports. Um, probably, like, freshman spring semester, mm-hmm. like, right after Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I asked my brother um, to use his camera to just take pictures of random things. And then when I had to give his camera back after my Christmas break... I went back to school, and I had a friend at a dorm. Her name was Alex, and I asked her to use her camera. She was also a photographer, and I just would go around campus taking pictures of flowers, statues, this, that, just mm-hmm. random things, just building and building. You know, I appreciate her, too, for that because, you know, that helped me build the skills that I needed, and she trusted me with her camera. Yeah, that's the big Personally, part. Personally, <laughs> me, I would never let somebody take my camera as much as I did yeah. at least three, four times a week and going outside. Yeah. Like, what are you about to do with it? I'm going with you. Yeah. She, yeah. she straight up just... That's Ooh. dope, though, like, you know that I mean? she had that trust. And yeah, just, that's fire. Because a lot of people, like, I mean, you obviously know, like, getting into photography and videography is just so expensive. Like, the camera alone, then the body, then you mm. want to, you're like, all right, I got this camera. Then you start shooting, and you're like, damn, kind of limited. I need other lenses. And you start mm. looking into lenses. And then editing and, like, post-production, getting, like, Lightroom, and then getting stuff to store all your photos, it, mm. it, it can add up quick. So yeah. um, I guess when you, so, like, learning photography and taking all that stuff, do you think like um, that's helped you like become? Because you said like obviously you're creative, mm-hmm. you uh, studied advertising and things mm-hmm. like that. But do you think um, kind of visualizing, seeing people um, dress a certain way? Because I was kind of going through your Instagram and you had yeah. like your uh, your graduation photo. You're like sitting on like a movie stool and then you have like all your shoes. Yeah, and like that you got some heat. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. <laughs> but seeing like. Uh, I guess, like, since you're always taking pictures of people, you kind of have an eye for, like, what looks good. Because, obviously, uh, photography with, like, grad photos, you gotta kind of got to stage it in a way. It's true. Um, so, I guess, has that help, how has that helped your clothing brand? Because I feel like mm-hmm. there's so many, like, and we're going to keep talking about it, but there's so many ways, like, yeah. that I feel like people don't do their clothing, like, justice in right. a way. So how, yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely think being a photographer helps as yeah. far as like even just taking pictures of my brand itself. I haven't really had a lot of modeling done with my brand because like I feel like I've been a little bit too lazy with it. I haven't mm. been taking it too serious. For sure. Um, but I do feel like being a photographer and like being into fashion has yeah. af- definitely helped me um get me to where I am today yeah. and like seeing what might look good. Cause you know, there's a lot of brands that I see and I'm like, it's not good. You just threw something there. A lot of stuff is like copy and paste, especially with the way Instagram is. Cause he was off social media for a year, but I was telling him like, 
bro, I see like merch companies that I like like, and mm-hmm. I start following them through the ads on Instagram. But then I'll see like this other merch company, and they just like take someone else's idea and then put their words on it, and then they sell it too. So it's a lot of stuff is kind of redundant. That's that's also very annoying as well because I've seen it done myself. Yeah, um, not for my brand at least. I kind of seen something similar, but not yeah. nothing like jocking completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have followed this guy who does like character tees, like Marvel mm-hmm. tees, and I'll be seeing all these people just like he draws these every single shirt out mm. his name's chronic images um but he draws everything out and like i see all these other brands just be taking it and like put like a small little twist to it yeah and they just sell it yeah you know um so i definitely see that a lot but i definitely feel like photography um and being a creative has definitely helped me get me to where i am today and i feel like simplicity sells too um that's also what helped me figure out fire. what I wanted to do. Um, because I had that long sentence, mm-hmm. you know, like take a picture, it'll last longer. Like, yeah, there's something cool or, you know, not cool, but decent. Yeah. But um, I don't know what it was that actually got me to think of spread love. Like, I know like in 2020, I was doing protests for the like, police brutality mm-hmm. and all these things. And I realized in that same summer, I realized a lot of Asian hate crimes going on as well. Mm-hmm. Like, just all these, like, racist things going mm-hmm. on throughout that whole summer. I don't know what it was, but it was just getting crazier. Um, so just thinking about that and simplicity, and um, I think that's what brought me to that conclusion to do Spread Love as my brand. And I actually made my, uh, not made them, but had uh, my followers from my photography page choose the font. Mm. Nobody knew what it was gonna be. I just put took a That's screenshot cool. of the two fonts that I was couldn't decide between, mm-hmm. and I don't know if anybody remembers that, but that was like two years ago now. I just had my two year anniversary for my brand. Yes, yeah, yeah that's fine. Not too long ago, but uh, yeah, I actually had them choose the font, and everybody chose the font. I mean, at the end of the day, I was gonna choose what I wanted. Yeah, but they chose the font you wanted. Yeah, they chose the font I wanted. So I was like, okay, good. I, I'm I see I'm on the right page, mm-hmm. and I feel like anybody who starts a brand. Or just even thinks about it, it's nerve wracking because you don't know if people is gonna rock with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a lot of supporters from the Austin area, bro. Yep, and that's <laughs> what and that's the thing too. Like, we're, we're, we've obviously learned it the hard way, and now that we've been branching out and stuff, and obviously as you get bigger, then the local people that you knew are gonna be like, oh, like, bro, I haven't seen your clothing yeah. or whatever. They're gonna try to yeah. support it now, but it's definitely one of those things where when you start something that like your your peers are just like they know you they feel like they know you on like a real personal level so mm-hmm. they feel like oh so and so's dropping shirts and hoodies like I'm not gonna go buy that but I'll see some random design online yeah. and, and go, go buy that. It. They also expect it for free. That too mm-hmm. for free That's or for thing. a discount or anything like that. And yeah. Um, I, well, I get that question all the time, especially for photography services. That at too, the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, you know, y'all not asking these uh designer brands, mm-hmm. you're not asking Jordan brands for discounts you're not you might ask your friends who work at nike for discounts but at the end of the day when you're spending this uh 80 on an essentials hoodie mm-hmm. i can go make that hoodie mm-hmm. i gonna get that made in china mm-hmm. alibaba bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> alibaba mm-hmm. eight dollars yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i promise you i can go i can go get a bulk order right now yeah it's not that special but like yeah. at the end of the day people are not asking them for discounts but mm-hmm. like since they know you they feel obligated to mm-hmm. do that and feel like you obligated to give them a discount because of how long y'all known them mm-hmm. uh yeah and i feel like it's just not doing anything for the brand because me and him are talking about like 
how are we going to go with uh, about our clothing? Like, how are we going to, you know, brand it and all that? And if you know, like, either influencers or, like, you have some connections with famous people or people with, that have – they can get eyes on your product, yeah. then those are the people you need to be giving stuff for free. Exactly. Because it's like they're doing you a service in a way. And like, But yeah. your random homie that has, like – and no discredit to them, but they have, like, I don't know, 800 followers, like – Even if you're you not, got 2,000, yeah. that's nothing. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, you need, yeah. I need you to have – Maybe twenty, cause some, you know some girls do be having ten k here yeah. in Austin. You know the Austin. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Austin, <laughs> Especially because you went to Texas State, yeah. like yeah. you, you know, know for sure them. firsthand. I, I seen them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. but at the end of the day, like speaking of that, that's what actually helped my brand blow up. This guy named Scum TK. Okay. So shout out to my guy. Um, shout him out for that, cause he's. I've always like sent him something, and he's wearing it in his streams. Man, he's got like twenty, thirty, forty thousand. Subscribers, really? Followers, yeah. So, I actually will never forget. So this Twitch. Mm -hmm. What What's was his name? name? Scum TK. Scum like S C U M T K. He was really? actually just with uh, Your Rage and uh, really. What's his name? Kai. Kai Sanat. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has was a, just. He has one hundred fifty-eight thousand on Twitter. Yeah. Is he more of like a just chatting streamer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. He's that, he's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I watch yeah, he, him, I watch yeah. him a lot uh, when he does post his YouTube videos and things like that. Um, but he's actually the person who's really helped this brand take off. Um, I will never forget this day. Um, I was going to Hawaii. I want to say 2021. And I'm talking about my DMs got, he wore, he took a picture, like a selfie with the, my spread love hoodie, the regular with the embroidery. It was just the dark chocolate one. You can barely see the whole thing. I'm talking about, it said spread LO. Mm-hmm. He, he tagged told you? Me, yeah, yeah, I think so. And he told me, like, all these people started DMing him and asking him, wait, where, where'd you get that hoodie? Where, where, mm. This and that. He said he saw my hoodie because of somebody retweeting on Twitter. Really? Or just liking. Mm. That's like, dope. Him. Uh, yeah. having You saw 150,000. Yeah. Like, what are the odds of him seeing my brand that I just started, like, a month ago? Yeah. <laughs> Where's he from? Florida, I believe. He's, he's still in Florida? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from Florida. But he saw that. He bought two hoodies off rip. Wore them in a stream. Took a picture in it. I'm talking about my DMs got. I've never been so overwhelmed. And, like, I didn't have a website up. Yeah. I was, I'm talking about I just started this brand. And, like, it was when we had that snowstorm. Mm. So <laughs> That's the worst time, too. Yeah. yeah. So I everyone was just online. Dude, I put... Bro. I put I don't know. It's what like it was. the best time, but the worst time because it's yeah. like you get <laughs> all this I, stuff, but you can't really do anything because like all the power's out. No, no mail's coming through. The deliveries are delayed. Like, bro, and I had like <laughs> three I, people. I, I will never forget all those supporters too, as well, because before I even like he even got it to blow up, I had three big ass boxes full mm -hmm. of orders, like pre-orders. People believed in my brand before I even like showed them anything. You know what I mean? So like that was love too. That was a few Austin people. I hit up a few friends like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm starting this brand, this and that. A lot of them, you know, bought bought something right off a of rip. And then the snowstorm came. I couldn't deliver people's stuff. And then uh, I think what was that like February when that, that hit was right? February, yeah, that was February. And then uh, I shipped his hoodie off to. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know him. I just you know shipped everybody's orders out. And uh, he posted it, and in March, literally the next month, 
all these people just slid in my DMs. Like, it was crazy. Like, it was a lot of people. And I was literally about to get on a flight to Hawaii. And I couldn't respond to nobody because I'm about to get on the airplane. I didn't have a website set up because I was like, oh, just DM to order. So that's why my DMs were just got Mm. crazy. So yeah, you, know, you learn real quick. Like I need, I got, I got it. Yeah, I got it. What you, what did you do at that point? Like, did you everybody dude, that DM? Did you sit like? I literally sat there and I was trying to. I was literally like, I'm telling you, like, 20 minutes about to get on the plane. Like 20 minutes, I'm trying to respond to every single person. Boom, 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 boom. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hit, try to hit up everybody that I can, and then I'm gonna make a, you know, a, a story post. I said, hey, we're going on in like a six hour flight. I will respond to you. When I land and like I think Hawaii is like six hours behind yeah, or five, five, five hours, yeah. five hours. Yeah. Um. So, I was just trying to respond to everybody, and I still was getting hit up that entire trip. So like, he really helped me like explode this brand. You know what I mean? So, really, that's why I always tell people like you don't even gotta like buy something. Just retweet it. Put it on your story. That like, does a lot. And it's free. And that. that's free. Like that. That's the bad part. Like. <laughs> You like even like us like we post something dope, do something cool. Like if you like it, I'm not trying to force you, but if you like it, like p- repost it, pin on your story. Like it goes away in 24 hours. You're not paying any fee. It's literally free. Following is free. All yes. that stuff's free. So like, but it feels like you're pulling teeth when you're trying to start a business yeah. to get people to even do that. Right. And then yes. now, and then with selling a product as well, it's just like mm-hmm. even worse because. I tell him I was like, dude, good thing we didn't get into like clothing first or something, and that was all we wanted to do because, yeah. Trying to get someone to buy something. No, it's hard. It's it's hard. Like for me to even have like I just reached fourteen hundred followers. Appreciate every single one of y'all for that. Um, The love and support goes a long way. But like even then, like I didn't, I never expected this brand to even get to this point. I know fourteen hundred is not a lot, but like if you see other clothing brands, you'd be like, a lot of people don't follow like local clothing brands just because like I don't know what it is. Yeah, like people really do. Like I have two thousand followers for my photography page. Mm -hmm. Why don't I have close to two? Th- I mean, I, I have fourteen hundred, but I know ninety no, percent of them followers on my clothing brand is not from my photography page. You know, yep. same type. And of I deal, post yeah. the same on both. I, yeah. yeah, like if I no, post something on my spread love, I'm gonna go to my photography page and repost it on my story. You know what I mean? And all these people see it, but they're just like same thing, bro. Like I almost have two thousand on my personal, and then like uh, OP has like seven twenty. Yeah, and like we grew immensely from last year, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, I'm putting stuff on my story. Y'all all, like, want to follow me? Like, why don't you go follow that? Like, yeah. I feel like that's more entertaining than me. Like Exactly. You know, I don't and, know. like, I don't even post that much on my photography page. Like, people be asking, like, you still doing great photos? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, I do it. It's just, I be so busy because I work a actual job, my Monday through Friday job. Mm-hmm. I got photography and then I got my clothing line on the side as well. So, it's just hard to manage all those things. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's just weird how support is weird to people unless everybody's doing mm. it. Like, if not everybody's buying a shirt from you, nobody's going to buy a shirt from you. And then when you start blowing up, you start getting more love, oh, now we support you. We rock with you. Yeah. And, like, I'm waiting for it because I got some stuff coming from my brand. But, like, now that I did more research and I'm, I'm more motivated now yeah. to, like, take it more serious, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm just laughing at it because I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I see it. I see it all the time, and <laughs> I just see it about to happen. So, so I think what we had a podcast not too long ago. It's kind of this, I feel like it's kind of the same thing um, with this uh, artist manager. 
Um, is that how you say it? Or his manager? Manager? Uh, are you he, talking he, about yeah. Frankie? Yeah, Frankie. Yeah. He, he manages uh, music artists. But um, he just says this reason why um, it's hard for people to blow up in Austin for music is because there's a lot of gatekeeping hmm. because everybody wants to be that first person. Hmm. And I kind of feel like in general, no one's really blown up for Austin from Austin. Mm. So I kind of feel like that's just the same nature. There's just a lot of gatekeeping. Mm. Everybody wants to be that first person when in fact there's so much room in this world for Everybody. everyone to do yeah. the same thing if they wanted to. Mm. Like I don't I don't understand why there's gatekeeping. There's an like bro, you're, like for especially music, you're not gonna listen to the same artist every single day. Exactly. You're not um, gonna wear the same shirt every single day. Yeah. I do feel like people always want to be the first for something. Um, I feel like we are all guilty of that. You know, you know, yeah. some people be like, yeah. oh, this and that. Like me, I be telling people like, nah, I was I put everybody on this artist. You know yeah. what I mean? But I post it. I post this artist. I'm not like keeping it away yeah, from yeah. You, you know what I mean? So um I do feel like a lot of us are super guilty when it comes towards gatekeeping or trying to be the first to do something. Um, uh, but I don't understand why other, why people do that. I don't know. It's, I have no idea. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's more so like, I don't know. Cause thankfully like we've met a bunch of people and collaborated with them and everyone seems to want to do that. But, um, I actually posted this quote, like literally from the other day on a, a opinionated, it's like a Rick Rubin quote. And he said, uh, hold on, I'll have to read it. Hopefully it's still up because he'd be taking his post down. He's like, a, I'm a post and then delete it guy. But basically he said, yeah, still up. He said, sometimes what looks like collaboration is merely uh, sub, sub, subliminating egos, mm. not actually working together. So I feel like a lot of people here, they want to collaborate, but it's more so of like a transactional like, relationship or like a transactional exchange how know? they can both benefit. yeah which is like how you want it to be like yeah. you obviously want to collaborate with people so y'all can both benefit mm -hmm. but i feel like a lot of stuff is just like not genuine and we have some friends that live in scottsdale and then uh i've talked to people from like la and stuff and they said like those environments everyone moves to those places because they know they can blow up but they said the energy there is just like what can you do for me? What can you do for me? Oh, you don't have a certain amount of following? Okay, we're not working together. Like, yeah. that type of thing. And I feel like even in Austin, like, all the creatives, we have so much potential here. But I don't, I don't, I think if there's somebody that's like the highest, I feel like people are going to be like, nah, you can't be the highest. Like, you need to be here with me instead of being like, shit, you got the best opportunity to blow up. Let's like help elevate you. Because yeah. that's how it should be. Because normally it will come back like mm -hmm. for the city. Because people are be like, oh, that person's mm -hmm. from Austin. Uh, I'm gonna go check out uh, Austin, see what yeah. else is coming out of there. That's how it should be. But like, That's why Atlanta blew up? Everyone rapping, like yeah. everyone's kind of like plateauing. Like they're the yeah. same. I you honestly know? feel like it is the city. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I, I, there's I, something with the city. I really don't like living here. I'm only comfortable here because my immediate family's here. I feel that. Um, really, I've been telling people for years. Even like in high school, even after I graduated high school, I was like, I don't like the people. Like, I, I ain't really, like, you know. Really? I, That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, it's just like, you know, people always be like, yeah, Austin people are nice. But I'm talking about the people, like, we grew up around. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, majority of them are still here. None of, none of them really took the next step to try to do something more. Leaving. Exactly. Leaving yeah. or even just trying to do something more for themselves, you know? Yeah. And 
I, I don't really like it here because of how, what we're discussing right now. You know, how you, you just really set a good example when you said Atlanta. Because, like, I really see how they all promote each other. Yeah. It's, try to work together. Literally. They try to do something. And yeah. Push each other and get their people up there. Yeah. Same for Memphis. They do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just feel like here in Austin, it's, it's everybody just want to be that. You know what I mean? Not everybody's trying to help each other, and then I people feel like it's lame to support. No, definitely. Like that. I mean, that's it's the, just it's really especially weird. your closest friends. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. weird. It's, it's it's it is. I, it's always like feeling like you're pulling teeth to get somebody to like what you're saying earlier, like post something, buy from you, um, any of that stuff, and I don't know what it is like because I I, th- I feel like. People that just, if they're not doing it, like, and there's nothing wrong with this, but people that just go work a nine to five, get off, do whatever every day mm-hmm. or, and then go out on the weekend. Like that's like your prerogative fine. But I feel like if you're not in the creation space or entrepreneurship space, then you don't really understand it. So therefore your mind isn't like this person needs help or this, my retweet or repost could do something for that person. Like my people could see it and they could like it mm-hmm. or whatever. But cause like, with us, we never have had a problem sharing anything. Even if we've, if we just meet you, mm-hmm. we're gonna support you like we've known you for ten years. Right. And just like how I met y'all at yeah. the event, every single one of them bought a shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Never met these people a day in my life, but the people I went to school with or anything like that, it's yep. just yeah, not, it's nothing. weird. It's like some of them, of course, you know, supported mm-hmm. like like your close close friends. They got you, but like people you knew that you thought were your friend, like yeah, no. yeah. And yeah. it's like, bro, you don't even gotta buy nothing. Like I don't want. I don't need your money. Like, mm-hmm. even if you like, retweet, repost. That, and that goes a long way. It does. Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, no. Because, I mean, the same thing with I was going to bring up earlier with the music is like, if you're collabing with somebody, there's a 99% chance their audience has never heard you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you being on this song with them, that just gives you that extra audience that you, don't, you haven't even tapped into. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, just the retweet. Like, not everybody that follows this person follows you mm-hmm. or your clothing brand. Exactly. So, like, if they repost it and do it for you, mm. everybody sees it, and then there's just extra, like, yeah. just goes a long the way. Same way, that's how it's come to case, all my brand, a retweet. And, and since we're talking on that, you know, mm-hmm. that subject, I really feel like it's crazy. It's really mind-boggling to me that out of states, I get more order out of state mm-hmm. than my own state. Yeah, I just saw that you're sold in 25 plus states and three countries. More than half of the United States. What countries? Um, United Kingdom and Canada. That's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like somebody hit me up the other day. <laughs> like somebody. In the how UK. does that? That does. How does that make you feel? Because we have we have like listeners in Germany. In Germany yeah, and some it's, like some other places, crazy, Canada. Yeah. And it's like what? It's like bro, we're in how Austin, Texas. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe what? it's hashtags. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, either way, like that's crazy that we're even able to like connect with somebody mm-hmm. like way across seas, mm-hmm. or even if it's just you know Canada's right up the street from us. But still, still, it's like that's a lot. That's big to me. Um, very grateful for that. Like when I got my first uh, United Kingdom order, I'm like, what? Dude paid like <laughs> seventy, eighty dollars for shipping. Jeez. Just for shipping? Yeah, because the shipping, shipping is crazy over there. Yeah. I'm talking about shipping. And he still Bruh. dropped the bag on the hoodies, on the shirt, on so that that's hat. Love. Like, yeah, that's fire. Didn't Doesn't know me. Yeah, Nobody's doing love. that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's doing that here in Austin. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird to me. I get more support. California's probably my biggest, 
biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> California is probably in New York. That northern area in New York, yeah. New Jersey, I'd, California, New Jersey, and New York. Those I feel like people like don't like streetwear. Yeah. Like people in Austin, like yeah, it's they're kind of like they like dressing, but I think mm-hmm. like you mentioned, California, New York. These are states where like streetwear is like everything. Like you always see celebrities there wearing like nice clothing, and then obviously the other clothing people, like mm-hmm. clothing brands. Yeah, that's just everywhere. Like Kiss, New York. Mm-hmm. You have all these brands, Supremes, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure California has brands, but yeah. it, it's just, it's just like more Root, common. I there. think Roots from California. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roots. Okay, so yeah. like like it's more these, common. Yeah. yeah, and here it's just. We don't it's, have nothing. It's not, you yeah, it's I mean? not really a common common thing. Like, mm-hmm. people like to dress, but, like, the streetwear culture, I feel like, is still pretty new here. And it's just more so now vintage. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah like vintage that's a bigger, is definitely a bigger trend in. here in Austin now. Um, you know, is people have been is thrifting. It, is it long. an Austin thing? I thought that was kind of like a popular thing. Oh, no, it's an Austin popular thing. thing. Definitely an Austin it's, it's thing. A, it's, a, it's a popular thing, but, like, now, like, here in Austin, I feel like it's definitely, like, the thing to do. You know what I mean? Because they even have a market now, like on every Sunday yeah. at Pavement, every Sunday. And like all these vendors from like San Antonio, wherever, set up right in front of Pavement and go there. There's like, and there's like uh, the Stacks, like has like vintage stuff. Like, like UT, vintage is just. UT stuff. What it is. What's now. in now. Yeah, yeah. Like even like. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and we I, went, love, I, go I love, I love shopping yeah. all the time. We were going to, uh, me and Kat were going to go to like this vintage uh, UT like they were they were doing like UT clothing mm-hmm. oh, for Fadebox yeah right by yeah right there bro we got there I think it started at like eight or nine we're pulling up around like nine nine thirty line is literally wrapped around like yeah, the whole I mean. Fadebox yeah. place and then way through the back I'm like bro like this is crazy like even yeah. if we got in line it's probably gonna be sold out yeah yeah it's it's insane like it's it's growing it's it's, it's growing it's, up. it's like TikTok trending you know whatever trends is like what is everybody's gonna hop on mm-hmm. now um, I've been collecting probably I started vintage shopping probably in 2020 I started mm-hmm. getting back on shoes because I love shoes in high school but mm-hmm. then I was like something else I'm gonna collect started mm-hmm. collecting NASCAR tees Mm, and fire that was a big thing too that's yeah, yeah. and then like the and jackets that's why, too that's why i made that shirt because yeah. i was like nascar tees sell like crazy. that's why i said if you watched anime oh so like yeah, that shirt, yeah is really more inspired the the japanese style is more inspired by the um the cards so, cars yeah. the car scene yeah, yeah. so that's mm. kind of why we have that i put that font and mm-hmm. um yeah so but that's I mean that stuff sells too. Yeah. Like the Yo, that's just the sh- Japanese like theme stuff. Yeah. That, that's a big market everywhere too. Anime's also mm. trending now. Like yeah. nobody we all watched it growing up, but nobody talked about it. No. Yeah. Like now if, it's like a if you did, it was only like Dragon Naruto. Ball Z and Naruto. That's something it. like yeah. something everybody the most popular about. ones. Now we're not talking about like the yeah. Cowboy Bebop stuff like that. I mean, they may not have them out. I don't know. Because I, like you said, it's big now. So I got into anime like super late, which is like now, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. But he's been watching anime for my whole life. For this yeah. whole life. Yeah. Like uh, now, is, it's trending. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's, it's like trendy. popular. I mean, yeah. same with like vintage stuff. Because I don't know, like I have, like you talk about vintage. I, over the last like year, mm-hmm. my I used to always wear hats. And my hat, I probably bought like 40 hats in the last year just because. <laughs> They're just cheap, but they're also all vintage. And they're all vintage, and they're just like, they look good. They're good quality. And I also knew it was one of those things, like, nobody's going to have this when Mm -hmm. I get it. So, like, I'm big on that, too, with the clothing. Like, I I don't like wearing the same stuff everyone else wears in a a way. Like, if I get a design, Mm -hmm. I don't. And that's a problem, I think, because 
Because people do like, because like yeah. I'm, I've, I mean, I've been accustomed to it. I've, I've found brands, yeah, and I won't tell my friends sometimes because oh, I'm yeah. like, I want to wear this, yeah, I don't and want then, everybody rocking what exactly, I'm rocking. But, I'm taking pictures in it, yeah, now you finna take pictures, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, he, he it's did, definitely a problem. Me. Why? Uh, when I asked you, I don't think it was boots. Who was the other place you bought from hats? Shells vintage, yeah, shells vintage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I asked him where he got his hats because I, I have a part time job at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody there was wearing an <laughs> yeah. old school hat or something. And then I asked him if he heard of that brand, uh-huh. and he said no. And he was like, Man, you're giving away my, 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 my yeah, my plugs. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, that that is definitely a problem because I've obviously like caught myself like. Damn, I need to tell gatekeeping. Yeah, yeah, that is. And I was like, I need to tell my homies like hey, yeah, about dude, that brand. Dude. <laughs> but it's like it's at the same time like you got to find your own sauce too. Like yeah, yeah. But- <laughs> no, I feel you because I'm the same, bro. I be trying to find stuff all the time that nobody's rocking. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, uh, it's just you don't want to just like the panda dunks, for example. <laughs> Hey, they're nice. They're and they're nice. just like, and you can wear them with everything. It's nice. You can wear them with everything. That's why. I don't want them because if I see... If they I restock them. That's how I am with shoes. They restocked them 80 times, though. If I, I go outside and I see... If I even go to an event, mm-hmm. like, and I see them that many times, it's like... There's a video I saw on, like, Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. And it was... Uh, was it Sneaker Con or no, Disneyland? No, it was Disneyland. It was <laughs> Disneyland. It was like how many from pandas I saw. Dude, you counted like 60, maybe 80. Yeah. Well, they might as well just become like Air Forces. Like that, I mean, because that's how I look at them now. Like they're, they're so, they've been restocking them so much. Yeah. Air Forces are like, everyone has those shoes, but it's also like the shoe you need in a closet because it's just like, no, that's simple. You know what I'm but, saying? Like, oh, no, that's kind of disrespecting Air Force because Air Force well, is well, a yeah, staple. I'm not yeah, like, it's, it's just a, it's a staple. But shoe that's, for, but that's for, what pandas, I feel like they're going to be. I, I don't, them, I don't think that's why. I think pandas are, they look good, yes, but I think pandas are big. The reason they are is because dunks are big and everybody wants dunks. That was the easiest dunk to get. Like yeah, that's why pandas dunks were. now because of ones too because like they look similar yeah. and like people were like, that's because of Travis. You think ones are popular because of Travis? Absolutely. I feel like they're only. I feel like they're not popular because of the Travis. The low top ones, okay. the oh. lows, yes, but I but feel like regular ones are popular because like dunks and girls, like dunks and low top ones are like the one that you could you would compare. Yeah, but I feel like they just they are like the best looking like silhouette of a Jordan. Like they look the best in a in a way. Like they're the most simple. Like a regular a person that's like like a person that's not black or Mexican or whatever like. A white person, they'll see like a pair of ones or dunks, and they're gonna go like buy that shoe. But yeah. they'll see like elevens, sixes, whatever, and that doesn't really appeal to them. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of why they're at least that's what I think. But I just think the pandas are so popular is because they are dunks and everybody wants dunks and they're the easiest dunks to get. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Me well, kind of shit. Yeah. Me being a sneakerhead, I could definitely tell that. Like, just because. It's trending. Yeah. Literally, whatever's trending, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to get. I, I got mad when um, the Cream Whites re-released twice mm. because I had them, mm-hmm. and then I'm. it just, like, it, they re-released, and I was like, all right, all right, it's cool, it's whatever. It also devalues the and shoe. And then it devalues yeah. the shoe, and then released again. I was like, now everybody's going to have these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. I, boy, I tell you, I cannot... <laughs> I cannot stand having something everybody has. Like, yeah, no, for that, sure. That's, that's definitely a pet peeve for me, too, especially with shoes. I would say the like, only shoe that I have that everybody has is probably the Silver Bullets, the 97. I just watched, um, I, was talk, I was watching the uh, Sneakers Live today. 
and they were talking about the gold golden the gold bullets. bullets they're yeah, about, to, about to come they're out about to come out again really yeah, yeah. i have yeah. the vapor max bottoms of those yeah the yeah. gold bullets about to come out again in a few days i think something yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. i have that shoe yeah. i think the shoe that i have that everybody has um i can't honestly think of one i have a lot of heat I yeah, I mean, in your picture, you had some heat. Yeah, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, say, you had some. Uh, maybe yeah. some Yeezy slides. Everybody has Yeezy slides here and there. One of our, no, I don't know how many pairs of shoes you got. I guess two of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. They're for real sneakerheads. Yeah, yeah, Dre um, and uh, Meeks. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, our friend Dre and our friend Meeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, Meeks is probably like the sneaker sneakers. Like, when you think of a sneakerhead, yeah. you think of Meeks. Yeah. Like, that's like your grail of like a sneakerhead is him. Mm-hmm. And he has... Anything you can name, he has it. Yeah, yeah. And both, then both of them are like that. And then he like see he can look at the barcode on the box and yeah. knows what like the colorways are and everything like that. Which didn't, I didn't even know. That I didn't even thing. know that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I didn't know. I when we did their podcast, I found out that Nike was a rebrand. Yeah. That wasn't their first Blue, original name. Blue, yeah, Ribbon Blue Ribbon was their Sports. first. Yeah, Blue Ribbon Sports yeah. was their See, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you're definitely like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but that that's a, he has, like, shoes on shoes on shoes on shoes. But he yeah. won't sell them. Oh, I, no. uh, I collect. Yeah, I he, that's fire. But he, like, yeah. he wants, like, he wants to sell them because he's like, I got to get rid of some. But, like, he won't when it comes down to he it, he won't, won't do it. it. Yeah, because I tried to buy some off of him, and he was like, can't do it. I can't do it. I'm the same way. I feel you, like. I'm not the same way with shoes, but like with hats, I'm the yeah. same way. Like, I collect them. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, I don't even, like, there's hats I haven't even worn, but it's like, I want them. I just same like for it. shoes for yeah. me. <laughs> I have so many dead stock shoes, and I'm just. Uh, Are you on a uh, trade block? No. No? Uh, I've heard a few things about it, but I haven't no. really, like, you wouldn't. tapped into it because, like, I don't even know if you can really see the quality of the shoe. Everything has to be dead stock. Really? Yeah. It's all um, gets... I think uh, I've seen something bad on Twitter before that kind of pushed me away from it. I can't remember what it was. But. Um, so I've Everything I know is that everything has to be dead stocked, and then everything goes through an authenticator, like everything else does. Hmm. Um, they have their own authentication place. I have to look um, at that. But yeah, everything has to be dead stocked. Um, and then you can just trade whatever you can get, like say you have a, a pair of fours, uh, some frozen tundra Yeezys and some Gundam ninety sevens mm-hmm. for Travis Scott. Whatever. Once. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I guess kind of staying on this topic of shoes, like, um, do you like use a bot or anything? I you probably don't want to give away your sauce, but like we were, oh, no. we were talking about like people about like how much bots cost and yeah, no, they, those are definitely are. expensive. I'm in the Facebook group okay. for Austin. Um. They there's people who have bots. You can see them, like twenty orders of a shoe. Bro, it's so ridiculous. My friend that I'm talking because I want. So he sold me. He messed up. He sold me on the um, lost and founds, mm. but the reimagines are coming out. Yeah, and uh, well, you should be able to hit those yourself. Those are gonna have like five hundred thousand pairs. Yeah, they're having a lot of yeah. pairs, but. It's still going to be hard because of how popular the shoe's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the price is still going to be up regardless. Actually, they dropped down to like 300 now. They, yeah, they dropped down. Mm. But I think they're <laughs> going to go back up. I don't think so. You don't think so? Too many pairs. I, I was literally talking to my friend about this probably like three days ago. I told him way in advance. I was like, these shoes are going to drop. 
because of how much stock. Yeah, is, the stock know? the stock is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like the most stock I've yeah. seen. Yeah, stock wild. is ridiculous. Yeah, but that could be a false number. They're just saying that to get people's hopes up. But for them to do a shock drop, which I wouldn't doubt. For them to do a shock drop, exclusive access and an official drop, they might actually have that many pairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sold on the side drop. Yeah, I, I, I saw it too late. I was in Jamaica. I was, I was, I was in I Jamaica. Saw it too late. Yeah. I didn't even get to see. It. I was out the country. Yeah, I saw it too late. I was like, <laughs> bro, I hate the app though. So yeah, yeah sneaker yeah, be no, bullshit. Um, how much? Uh, how much do you ever? Anything that you make shirt wise? Do you ever like vision yourself with it? Like put a fit together and you're like, I like this. This this will Honestly, go like nice with this colorway of shoes or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really put an outfit together for this um, for this brand or anything. Mm. Um, so when that snowstorm hit, what mm-hmm. I actually did is put, I had snow on my balcony. So I put my hoodies on the snow and I put shoes that matched it. Mm-hmm. So like a chocolate a chocolate brown hoodie I had, mm-hmm. I put the mocha ones next to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think a crew neck I had was a red crew neck. I put that down and I put the playoff 13s or something like that. So um, I just put shoes next to it. Just, I don't know why I did it. I just did it for something, for whatever reason. Um, but as far as like designing t-shirts, um, picking out colors, never really like, this would be good with an outfit. I kind of like think of like, what is colors that people like? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Earth tones is yeah, always going to be. Like, yeah. That's why I did forest green, the dark brown, and then like the, the charcoal gray. Um, I just threw that in there because it you don't see that. It, yeah, and it, and it, it, goes, also, it can, you can wear it with a lot of uh, things. Everything. Yeah. yeah, like I've never seen a chocolate gray hoodie. Like if you really think about it, it's I, have, I have a lot of hoodies I, and I don't. I have one in it, but it's like a gym shark charcoal yeah. gray. Yeah, it's like I've never seen anybody really rocking a chocolate yeah. gray yeah. hoodie. If you really think about yeah, it, nah. you don't see that. You see black, red, brown, green, or baby blue or blue. Uh, so I try to like think of colors that everybody likes. Um, before I even like release anything or anything like that. As far as t-shirts, um, I kind of just try to follow a trend. So like when NASCAR tees, when I realized I was collecting NASCAR tees, I was like, why not make a NASCAR shirt? And then I saw he's wearing the champion shirt. I seen a lot of Yeah, this design the, is super fire with yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, that's fire. I see like brands doing the big champions. And that's that's uh this shirt is a shirt that's timeless. Right. Dead style of shirt because mm-hmm. especially in like a, if you're in a college area mm-hmm. that just that's a that's a shirt that people can wear in college and it's just timeless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like that style like might not come back again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to be popping like it is what it was for the past few years. Um, so I feel like what I really try to do is follow a trend, put my creativity to it, put an idea together, like. My next drop, haven't even told a lot of people. I actually really haven't told anybody. But my next drop for my brand is probably gonna be like more of a baseball type of thing. Mm, he was he th- he's a, been talking about that. A, yeah. So I played baseball. Yeah, um, I did too. You did too. Yeah. yeah. So I have a baseball shirt in mind that I want to do. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Because baseball season's here. Exactly. Um, yep. There's I have I've had some other like because I. They're all vintage looks yeah. of my ideas, mm-hmm. but I've had like each sport, like a football season, I thought of a football shirt, uh, shirt, and then basketball season, I thought of a basketball shirt, yeah, and then baseball's here, so I like thought of a baseball shirt, yeah, and um, unfortunately, we the, for the other two, it just wasn't the time for they could still come out, right? Just at that Not time, right now. Yeah. yeah, that time, it just we weren't ready to do that yet, yeah. Um, hopefully this time we can get the baseball shirt out, right? Yeah, yeah no, I definitely, I never thought about doing it, but I was like. I did a champions tee. Mm-hmm. I think that was at the like towards the end of 
the basketball season, uh, NBA season last year. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, baseball, I think I can do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be my next drop. Um, can't, I'm very excited for that. The design is about to make both of those look like. Do you have dates or no? You don't no, want to give that out yet? I don't got that yet. Okay. I'm putting it together. Um, probably going to have the design finished by Friday this weekend and then figuring out what blanks I want to use, stuff like that. Because um, I want to upgrade. Like I said, I want to take this more yeah, serious yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Take it to the next step. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, yeah, this design is probably going to make, blow both of those out the water. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. blow them out the water. So, earlier you said you're, in, you're getting more serious. You mm-hmm. deep dove and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you go about picking, um, I guess, the material for the shirts and, like, the style of, like, the shirts you want? Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we uh, there's uh, another one of our friends, uh, his is called Dreamer. Mm-hmm. And then his tees are like oversized, like heavy yeah. um, shirts, but the material is really good. Yeah. So do you, before you even, I guess, send out a design, do you, do you pick a tee first of like what you want to put it on? Yeah, I always um, get a sample uh-huh. before I even like put a shirt out. Um, like my hoodies, I kind of already know. Because I've been doing it for so long. I already yeah. know I'm going to keep using these hoodies because they're good, they're thick, X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to shirts, um, I try to do like kind of like not true to size. Mm-hmm. I do true to size, but I kind of want it to be like a little bit. A little bit know, bigger, looser. Yeah. Especially if it shrinks and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like a lot of shirts do that. Um, so I do try to get a sample before I even like put it out i like to see it myself how does it fit so i can tell other people um like just like this last drop that i did for these hoodies um i finally had models like i haven't for two Mm -hmm. years almost two years i didn't i haven't had anybody like really wear my stuff and like model in it i really just put the shirt on the ground take a picture of it that's all i used to do but like now i'm trying to like get back get take it more serious take more like time to really like Mm -hmm. Be a brand, yeah, yeah, like what, a whole uh, rollout, yeah. What, what, what lit that fire for you to want to do that? Um, I don't know. It's like when you when you're a creative, like you be having like burst mm-hmm. of like motivation, and then you have like that fall. You know what I mean? Where you're just coasting. Um, I feel like I had that a lot with photography as well. Like I had, I used to do creative shoots like crazy. I used to have ideas. I find a find a model. Put this idea, I'll be driving, I'll see a location, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go do a shoot over there. I'm going to do something to make it creative or something. Um, and then I, you get burnouts as well, like where you're like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Same thing happened with me with this brand. It's like, okay, what's next? You did a graphic tee. You did two graphic tees. You did hoodies already. You did crew necks already. You did hats. You did this. What's next? Like, I feel like I go through a lot of, everybody goes yeah. through burnouts, you know. Um, but as far as the creative it's really hard to keep on having that drive to push mm-hmm. you to do more. Um, and I feel like as far as getting models and what pushed me to do that is that I needed to do it. Like, yeah, that's not giving people a visual of how this fits. Even if I tell you and give you the size chart, it's nice to see somebody who might, I usually, you know, I did girls and me, but at the end of the day, you know, at least it's nice to see like, okay, that looks nice. Yeah. They styled that good together. I can mm-hmm. see me wearing that compared mm-hmm. to just it being on the ground or mm-hmm. on the floor and me taking a picture of it. It's hard to visualize you wearing it. You know, yeah. so it's better to see a human actually wearing it. It's like, okay, damn, that that's hard. 
And, no. a, and a lot of people can't like even dress too. Like, yeah. Uh, my mom used to always be big on that. Like, what? <laughs> I can't dress. Oh, <laughs> like my mom. My mom used to because my mom like she does styling and all that stuff and just like thank God for her like learning from her like how to like color coordinate how to like wear the same thing a bunch of different times a bunch of different ways like a lot of people they're like dang I want to wear that but they're kind of like. They don't well, want. They might not purchase it because yeah. you might make I don't know like a bomber jacket or like a Letterman or something. And to someone that doesn't you know like dress like that or all the time, they're like, dang, I don't know. Like they're gonna be a little iffy. But if you can put it on a model and have it look a certain way, people can literally, if they want, go take that exact fit and go exact wear it themselves look and put it on exactly. Themselves. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think that's super interesting. Um, I guess like when you're dropping your clothes and stuff, like you mentioned that you have a fire baseball tee coming soon. Mm -hmm. um, are you more of like, do you want to start dropping collections or is it just going to be like, oh, I have this idea, this, uh, I want to drop this specific shirt or hoodie mm -hmm. or whatever you decide to do. And then I'm going to drop that. Or are mm -hmm. you going to think you're going to pit maybe four to five pieces together, really take that time on it, roll it out and then drop that all at once. Right. Um, I think in my opinion, at least it might not be the right mm -hmm. terms yeah. or compared to everybody. I feel like everything I've dropped has always been like a collection. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like this spread love, not hate. It's these three hoodies. That's all. Okay. It's like, you know Fire. what I mean? You get that, yeah. you get that champions tee. It's white or black. It's those two. That's it. There's yeah. no shorts. There's no socks. There's no hat. It's just those two. So mm -hmm. it's a collection. So like that's called a champion's tee. This is called spread love, not hate. That shirt's called the racer tee. So mm -hmm. each one is a collection. Okay. Um, so I just feel like I try to do like when I drop, I try to do that. Whatever product I'm gonna do. If it's a shirt and hat, shirt and shorts, um, that's a hint right there. I'm not gonna speak mm -hmm. more on yeah. that. But yeah. even if it's just that, um, I try to focus on that because I do feel like I have seen brands drop, 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 drop. When it's like, no, you need to drop, promote, 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 promote. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been doing bad at that when I first started this. Mm -hmm. I didn't have knowledge. I did. I was just jumping into this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I came out with those two hoodies. It was like the dark chocolate and the tan one. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, February's here. Valentine's. Red crew neck, uh, black one for Black History Month, mm -hmm. and something else. You know, I was just jumping into something. I didn't really think about like, hey, you actually need to grow this brand. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to be consistent. Um, I don't know if y'all seen the S and the L um, logo that mm -hmm. I did that drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I rebranded quick, too quick. My brand didn't have recognition. Mm -hmm. People might know what it is, but a lot of people like when they saw me wearing it. You from St. Louis? No, spread love. You from St. Louis? Because it looks like the baseball yeah, logo, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, so, you know, I got that a lot, but it's like, no. You know, obviously, I don't expect the world to know who yeah, my brand is yeah, when yeah. they see it. But I was just dropping too much because mm. I'm like, dang, I need to do something new. Yeah, I need to do something new so I can stay relevant. I need to do something new. It's like, no. All you had to do was go make a video, go make a TikTok, go do a photo shoot of somebody wearing it. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? I finally did a... With these hoodies, I did a reel. I did a giveaway, and I did models wearing it. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's like, I'm starting to get better and start mm -hmm. thinking, start doing the actual process mm -hmm. to really build a brand mm -hmm. instead of just drop here, drop here, yeah. drop here. Because I feel like you definitely have to do that, especially now to separate yourself because everything's just getting so competitive. And then if you look around and see like your peers, they're rolling out a certain way with their clothing. Mm -hmm. You're like, damn, I got to take step it up a notch and yeah. get to that level at least or elevate more. Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about dropping like an essentials line? Like once you get your collection and stuff established, like we were kind of talking off camera, but just maybe having – 
something maybe you change it up seasonally or yearly, yeah. but like just something that people could always just grab and it's just like a simple design. Yeah, I that's kind of what the website's there for. Mm-hmm. Like the racer tee is not on the website. Mm-hmm. A lot of people DM me still to this day, like two years already after that's dropped. Hey, how can I get that racer tee? I'm like, oh, I can place the order for you and get it for you. But like, um, I don't know why I haven't put it on the website, honestly, because it did sell a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like when it comes to that, I try to keep some products that are like the best selling products or like mm-hmm. depending on the season, mm-hmm. like if now it's pushing towards summer. So maybe I can take away some hoodies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but like some people still want to wear hoodies, you know what I mean? So That's the me. hoodies is kind of like, I try to just keep those mm-hmm. as like, I feel like those are my best sellers. Mm-hmm. It's one of the easier things to rock too. Like, yeah. uh, like with shirts and stuff, some people are like, they don't know how to. Because a hoodie doesn't necessarily have to go with whatever you're wearing you is a thing. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's just a jacket. jacket. Yeah, it's yeah. just a jacket. Throw it on. Yeah. yeah. Go on about your day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I am trying to just keep, I try to keep my brand casual too. I don't try to push too far into streetwear brands. Um, even though, like, the next shirt I'm about to drop is probably, you could consider it street streetwear. Um, but, I try to keep it more casual, so it's like the same thing, something for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't want to push too far into like, dang, you got to be stylish to wear his stuff. Yeah. I'm just like me right now, I'm wearing Simple. this. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat shorts and some mm-hmm. Yeezys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So something casual, but it still looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I try to push towards. Nothing like you need a drip. Like those streetwear brands, you, you know them brands that we talk yeah. about, where you got to really, got to rock the kids, some shit. The roots, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you really need to rock some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not... That's not what I'm like. That's not my goal with this brand at all. Got you. Uh, a lot, uh, Kith really. I mean, uh, Rude really, because yeah. Rude has some just exotic stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kith's more just simple. Yeah, Kith's yeah. pretty simple, and they do a lot of collabs. Rude, and stuff. Rude yeah. has some. Y'all seen like crazy 40s pieces. and shorties? That yeah, yeah, I, I, I have I, a few shir- shirts like that. I got a jacket from them, and it's like like a museum art picture. Like the whole jacket yeah. is like a, and it's like you can't be casual with that. You yeah. got to really put yeah. some shit on. I got a hoodie from a. Uh, uh, Sean Witherspoon has like a clothing brand called uh, Late Lunch, and I got like a giveaway from them. And I wear like this green shirt a lot, but it's just like super like bright, vibrant colors. And then even the hoodie I got, it's like pink, purple, and then has like a bunch of colors and it has a big ass dinosaur on the back of yeah. it. So it's like you can make stuff like that, but it also like we were saying, it just intimidates people. Like yeah, if someone that's, not, that's like they're not gonna be like, I'm not gonna wear that. I'm it's, not gonna wear that shit. Yeah. Like you really got to be a specific type of person to wear some of this stuff, or that, you just have to be a fan of. Whoever's Whoever made it, made it yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. me, I just want somebody to look at it and be like, "Oh, I can wear that." Mm-hmm. Not yep. like, "Can I pull that off?" It's, yeah. No, it's like, "No, I can easily wear this." Yeah, so, yeah. So like, I think, I I I don't know because I, I I don't buy many clothes, right. but the gaming orders or Jerry or the Optic, the website, mm-hmm. that's kind of what they do. They'll drop pieces mm-hmm. and then once they're out they're out yes. but they have like one specific spot that's like an essential line and i'm still not even over to the central line mm-hmm. because some of the items on there say sold out so right. i don't know if they're like yeah some people ever just, coming back yeah, probably not or <laughs> but they've been on like since the website Stay launched there, which yeah. has been a while now mm-hmm. like it's been on there um and like everything else is like sold out sold out sold out or they'll just um take that off the website and then once the new piece comes on they'll put the new piece and then once that's like done 
They'll get rid of it. Get rid of kick it. it. Yeah. That's kind of what I did actually. Um, I still have my tan um, SL, mm-hmm. the, like St. Louis looking logo. Um, I still have that on my website and it's sold out. It's like I sold all those hats. Like that's not coming back. Like, yeah. But I think it's also smart to like keep stuff like that as well. To show people, show others, it's good advertising mm-hmm. to show people that others is rocking with your brand. Mm-hmm. So that means like, oh damn! So a lot of people do fuck with his brand. I'm mm-hmm. a, yep. I can I can buy this then. Yep. Um, so I I don't know why I keep it up there. Cause I just thought about that, but I think it is a good advertising piece yep. to uh, show others that like. People do buy mm-hmm. your stuff. Got to build some hype and then make it like hard to get. So then when you do drop, everyone's quick to get it. Wants too. to hop on it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking about pushing towards that for my next few drops yeah. because like it's gonna be so nice. It's like, well, if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. You know. Yeah. Um, it sounds like an asshole thing to say, but no. it's like I mean, you gotta be yes. there. Gotta even be. even our close friends, the one I said, final few. Mm. There's pieces I don't have because their thing is their slogan is "Don't be late." Yeah. That's mm-hmm. their slogan. Oh, okay. Um, so like if you don't get something, that's what they tell like, don't be late. Yeah. Um, but there's stuff that they, they sell out and I'm yeah. just like, uh, I can't get it because it, it's sold it's out. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to push towards. I want to put, you know, buy this bulk. If I, even if I go to an event or if, you know, if it sells out, it sells out. And then at that point I'm not going to, it's just not going to be restocked. So you got to wait for the next drop. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I want to push, push towards that. On the topics of sellout and all that, mm. how do you go about pricing your clothing? Mm. Because I was in a conversation the other day. Mm. Um, so that hoodie that I showed you, the baby blue one, yeah, um, a long in two long sleeves, spent like one hundred ninety-seven bucks. Okay. Um, but my friends are like, that was what shipping a, and tax. Yeah, yeah it's shipping okay. and tax. My friends okay. are like, that's expensive. I'm like, not really. I was like, hoodies. That's like. It was 85 bucks for the hoodie, but like if it has yeah. like stuff on it, yeah. officer and play a little bit more. But like what he what he brought up the point is like I don't get why people complain about um pieces like that because once they're done, they're done. Not everybody has them. So like you'll have that and nobody else can have that. Right. So mm-hmm. how do you go about like basing your prices? See, like now that I've been in this like industry for about two years now. Hearing you say a, ho- a hoodie is $85 is insane to me because I really? know, yeah. But the only reason why is because I know how much it actually costs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it depends on what's that on hoodie. Too. Let's say that they, they, let's say they might even have their own manufacturer. Or let's say they get it from overseas. They, do. they have their own manufacturer. Yeah. So it's nothing to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now they're getting full $85 in profit. Mm-hmm. Now, for a person like me who has to order a blank, take that blank and go take it to go get done or, you know, have somebody put this logo or whatever that costs more money compared mm-hmm. to somebody who has their own manufacturer or who's ordering overseas. Cause some people just order overseas and that's costing them $9 for all that, that, mm-hmm. that was on that hoodie. I can cost them $9. Um, so when I hear, you know, $85, I'm like, damn, that's a lot. But at the same time, you know, everybody's, if they have that support, people are going to buy that. Yeah. People, some people say my stuff is this high. I'm like $50 for a hoodie. It's like, that's, that, that's so the like, standard. Yeah, anyway, that, I feel like that's for like sure the standard. 50 to 100, I feel like that's like yeah. what a hoodie should cost. And it yeah. depends. And like like I said, it just depends like what you do to it too. Because you could get like, we have like a founder's hoodie. It has like a custom patch. And yeah. it like took forever to get that made. And so you got to like factor in sh- stuff like that too. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like I don't think people think about that. Like even people said my graffiti, like my stuff was high. I was like my graffiti is like thirty, thirty-five dollars. I was like, it's a regular shirt. That's less than any graffiti I've ever seen. Yeah, most <laughs> most t-shirts are like fifty, 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I said because yeah. I want because the the the, the uh, hoodie was eighty-five and then both the long sleeves was forty and forty-five. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's yeah, like, that's that's, that's like average for like like shirts are like no, that's not that's that's expensive. I was yeah. like. Not really. Like, if you go to, because, like, you also got to take in, like, oh, they're, uh, for their quality, it's actually pretty cheap. They have some good yeah. quality. Like, yeah. their shirts, um, they have some good quality. Yeah. Um, but you guys all take into kind of that. It's like the quality of shirts that you're, you're getting out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, when they first ordered my hoodies, um, when I first started, everybody's DM me, like, I didn't think it was going to be this good quality. I was like, Come on now. Why, Come on would now. I sell, why would I say you that, that? But that's, that's, I feel like that's a common thing too. Cause when we first started this, there's people that my friends told me, like, oh, I didn't think it was gonna be like, when you said you're starting a podcast, I was just gonna be like, you know, something just recording. Just yeah. And there wasn't gonna be this, you know? Yeah. And I think I just kind of like, that also, yeah, I feel like when you jump into something and your friends just, that's kind of like what they just think, like, oh, he's just gonna release yeah. some stuff. Yeah. whatever. But I think that says a lot for like, your friends to say, say like the quality is super high. And then for people to say like our podcast looked a certain way and it sounded a certain way mm-hmm. because it kind of shows like how serious you are. You're not like, no, I'm not going to just do this. I'm going to do it right. I'm going I'm to get a logo. I'm going to do a rollout. I'm going to make sure for what I can afford, mm-hmm. it's going to be the best of the ability. Cause you can do stuff like half ass, but it'll, it'll hurt you in the long run if you're cutting corners. Yeah. And that's what I was telling them. Like the first, the more and more we build the business, the like more and more like, time needs to be spent on th- certain things like if something's not edited right like do it over you know mm-hmm. or if, yeah um you know just like you just can't cut corners like especially if you're trying to make it a lifestyle and like your career mm-hmm. in a way like you're not gonna go cut corners at your job so why would you do it with something yeah. you, you're, you're passionate about too I, I feel like i have been in that moment um with this brand trying to rush and drop mm-hmm. stuff trying to take pictures take pictures and like i remember one time i posted a picture of the crew neck and the Jordans on it. The first crew neck had the, you know, the shoes close together. Mm. The next one, the shoes are like this far apart. And I didn't realize it, but I posted it because I was like, oh, I got to drop it this time. Mm. It's like, no, you didn't have to do that. You yeah. could have waited till the next day or the next hour. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like I, I cut, a, cut a corner real mm-hmm. quick instead of like trying to be professional mm-hmm. and really look at these photos before I posted it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I clicked it by accident. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I didn't realize it until like late. You know what I mean? And that so, kind of so. makes me realize because Mr. Beast, like he's a big YouTuber. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, like, of yeah, course. of course. Yeah. Like I watched his podcast with him the other day and he was just talking about like people are on YouTube and they're just posting like a ton of videos and like they're, they're like, why am I not blowing up? Because he was like, if you just make a really good video, like the best of your ability for that in that point in time and post it. When you're posting on YouTube, it's going to be on there forever. And now that we're talking about like clothing and stuff, it's the same thing with clothing. Like if you really take your time, do a nice rollout, make the piece as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Once it's out, it's out. But you could put out one crazy hoodie, one crazy shirt, and the, or you could put out like three to four okay pieces. And like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But like we've seen that. Exactly. That. Exactly. So like and that's kind of where I was yeah. at. You know what I mean? And like now I'm thinking more mm-hmm. like i don't know what it is it's a spark now that's you know it took me two years but you know i'm glad i'm finally here on thinking and researching because like i really just jumped into this with no like 
keeping it small. I was really small minded about it. I was like, you know, it's only gonna be local. Yeah. Now I got people from and half then the it's not country. even local. Yeah, it's not local <laughs> anymore. So it's like, yeah. uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I was not prepared. I had a friend who she started a brand. I was like, damn, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I wanted to do something like that too. I've always talked about it. Like I told you, I did the modeling thing. I kept saying it for years. Man, can't wait to start a brand. Mm-hmm. Man, can't wait to start a brand. Didn't do it till like, what, three years later? Mm-hmm. Um, she was proud, like motivated me, like showed me the ways that she was doing it. But like my scope of where I ended up was bigger. Mm-hmm. So like she was more local, like more local on about mm-hmm. it and stuff. And uh, I don't think she thought bigger of mm-hmm. her own brand. Yeah, um, she was selling, of course, but like now I see how like mine blown up, and I wasn't thinking that it would do that. So yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess uh, one last thing: uh, How do you feel about like collaborations, like collaborating with other brands and like making a piece? I feel like I'm not sure if a lot of people ask me to as a brand. Maybe one or two, maybe like big maybe. But I feel like a lot of people like will hit me up and be like, "Hey, do you need a model mm-hmm. and this and that?" Like people I don't even know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Ah!" Uh, like people literally jump in my DM and be like, "Oh, I have this many followers on TikTok, this and that," and I'm like, "Okay, maybe," but you, I still don't like always fall through yeah, with it. I just you, yeah. Do you think they're saying that so they can get something for free? Like they have, like they might have a following, but like it might not be worth it for you, you but exactly. like them like oh let me see if i can get something for free yeah i do feel like a lot of people do dm to get something for free yeah um just because of their followers they think oh he's a new this is a new brand mm-hmm. it's a small business they're just gonna give me something for free mm-hmm. like um, the entitlement almost yeah. yeah um i've had quite a few people doing that like even some people who has like a lot of followers even did that to me before one dude dm me like Oh, pay me this much and I'll take a picture in your brand. And this guy like takes pictures, hangs out with celebrities, this mm-hmm. and that. But it's like, how do I know you're going to do it? Mm-hmm. I pay you and you ghost me and then what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have that issue. I'd rather just grind mm-hmm. and do it the way that I'm doing mm-hmm. um, and like just blow up my way. Yep. Even if I can't get the most famous person, this and that, um, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? for sure. I guess two last things for me. Um, one, what are your goals um, for Spread Love this year? And then two, going back to the collab, we'll do three. Who are, who are three people you want to do a collab with? Uh, it could be like, as an example, like you want to do a collab with Nike or you want to do a collab with, um, if you're still here, Virgil. Um, just stuff like that. Mm, okay. Oh, is it already back on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's the first one we're going to jump on? Uh, goals for Spread Love this year for you that you want to um, – small or big? Uh, we can – you know, I'll do both. Um, I think my goal was to reach, like, 1,600 followers. Mm-hmm. I set that, like, what, uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. I said, like, oh, I want to reach 1,600. I just reached 1,400 uh, the other day during my anniversary. So i um, very grateful for that. Um, I feel like that's a – I thought it was a big goal, but now I'm looking at it. It's, it's small. It's very achievable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, support, getting support is not always the easiest nope. thing. Um, so I would say that's probably small and big at the same time. Um, my other goal with this brand is just to do better. Um, be more consistent. Um, just do better overall. Just with deliveries, with quality for timing, um, just everything. Overall, just really take the time to really 
put the work in with this brand when it comes to either, even if it's a TikTok reel, photos, models, uh, studio shoots, anything like that, I want to do better than what I've been doing for the past two years. Because I feel like I've been super lazy, um, haven't really taken the time to really build this brand. Because it can be so much bigger if I was way more consistent. Mm -hmm. If I really did reels. Reels, I did my reel with these hoodies. Mm -hmm. First day, 6,000 views. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that easy. You can really, if you're just consistent, more people will find, you find a a good sound, Mm -hmm. a sound that everybody listens Mm -hmm. to on Instagram, click that sound, make a video. You're good. You're gonna get those views because everybody likes that sound or hears it and they're like, "Oh, I like this." Um, so yeah, I think that would be, probably be my goal is just to do better overall with this brand. Um, collabs, the second. Mm-hmm. And who are like three people? It could be a celebrity. It could yeah. be already somebody who's making um, clothes, or it can be just another content creator. Right. Know, but who are three people you would want you would want to collab with? Um, I you know I still want to rock with my guy Scum TK. You know he's got me to where I am. Um, any other streamers really? Mm-hmm. Um, I know my friend Denzel. He's hopped on that streaming stuff as well with Twitch, and he's started getting big. He started hanging out with Your Rage Scum and all these other people. They had a whole event in Austin. They actually all came down here. Um, so really, just anybody you know who um you know make people laugh, smile. Um, they have a positive message behind them. I'm willing to collab with them. So really, not really stuck on. Who specific specifically who I want to collab with, but I feel like anybody who has a positive message, even if it's just making people laugh, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that would be good. And I do need to work on that as well, is getting more um, ambassadors or mm-hmm. just even mm-hmm. finding some people I can send mm-hmm. merch to to yeah, help exactly. get, get right that recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. Um, last one. Uh, that was it. Um, I, well, the last thing was, do you have anything for us? No, what's y'all's goals? You know, yeah, let me ask that. What's y'all's goals yeah. for this year? Um, big goal. I mean, for me, the the big goal that I would that we want to do. Um, I'll do. You can do this one. I'll do the big. Um, get in the studio. I want to get in the studio. Um, just tired of recording here. You mean you wake up to it, you go to sleep to it, like it's just it's here. Yeah. Um, so we can get a studio, um, and it's not even a, just for a place for just creatives to go and yeah. do stuff. It's not even yeah. to like um, necessarily make money out of, but it's just a place for us to create, and then our close circles to come create. Um, but just get in a studio. Yeah, because we definitely like we have all the resources and all the stuff in play to get it done. Now it's just about, and that's why I was telling you off camera, like why that Dallas trip was so beneficial for us because mm. it's setting us up to really take these next two months to really plan, start building a business structure. Like I want us to um, start trying to figure out how we could maybe have something that we could present to like an investor if something popped up or um, trying to figure out how we could get like a sponsor for everything we do. So we can like drink a certain water, drink a certain drink on the pot or something like that, you know? And then um, we want to get monetized definitely on YouTube. We're pretty close. We're like 579 subs last time I checked. And it's super, it's just super hard, honestly, like, especially the way our content is, because we post these and then we do sports videos and we kind of do a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. we've, it, I think it's going to help us in the long run for when we're bigger, because mm-hmm. we can just keep posting that and people are going to, they know like, that's what that channel is, is everything. And I'm going to go there for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you could be like, they're like him and uh, our boy, Steve, that's off camera. We're about to shoot a UFC video after this. Mm-hmm. And it's like. 
there's an audience for that. And then I do like a lot of college football sports videos because I played and stuff. So I still passionate about that. But eventually, you know, having this media company to where me and Carlos show up, we do the off topics. We talk to other entrepreneurs, business people, creatives, whatever. And we just kind of do that. And then all the other shows we have underneath, like within the company, mm-hmm. it's just we can bring creative dreams to life. Like that's kind of our slogan. Mm-hmm. Like have somebody that maybe wants to do a sports show or something like that come on our pod, or our platform. Um, they're an employee and they ju- they do those videos. They do that content. And um, is that the big goal? Because you said to do the – you said oh, just the, the studio. Oh, so oh, okay. Just, I mean I- – for I mean I, I kind of a small goal. I mean yes, it is a big goal, but since we're almost there, it's not yeah, really a big not, goal. But yeah. monetize. I mean get it monetized. Um, that's that's our quote unquote small goal now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess our other small goal is um, finally get this merch dropped. I mean we've been talking about it forever. Yeah, um, definitely take the time. Yeah, yeah that's what we've been, so we've been taking too. the time. It's just there are certain things we still have to do that aren't. This stuff isn't aligning, like time isn't aligning, yeah. so to say. And we're always so busy, it. like we're we're yeah. we're pretty shorthanded. Um, so definitely, if we're making money, like we do, we do need to maybe try and find like some kind of intern, maybe like at the end of this year or beginning of next year, so we can like kind of give that person the social medias or give that person uh, the podcast, and he can edit that because Carlos edits the podcast, and I do I edit other stuff, and for what we're trying to go as a brand, like me and him can't be doing that forever. Like we got to kind of find a way to outsource that, but also yeah. we don't want to pay X amount of money because we know how to do it. And we, we've seen the prices that some people charge, charge to edit it. stuff. Yeah. We're like, fuck that. Like we can do that. I mean, ourselves. It makes yeah. sense. But it makes sense, way. but it's like, it's people different are, when you can do it yourself though. I and know how to do you. it. Cause yeah. people always tell me, cause I'm like, damn, I got so much going on. Everybody's like, you should hire an assistant. I'm like, I'm doing all this grinding for me to make money. And if I hire an assistant, I got to spend money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not there yet yeah. to get to that point. Yeah, I can exactly. do it myself still at this yeah. point. So but. one of our last parts we just released. There's a guy who shoots some football videos or high school football for um, uh, Dan Dan Geyer. Geyer. Shout out um, Matt. Yeah, um, and he was telling his wife like, "Oh, it would be great if I can get other angles or money, any of this or other angles and pictures and whatnot, a video and whatnot." She was like, oh, how much it is to hire somebody? I was like, no, 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 we're not hiring anybody. Yeah. You. 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 Yeah, I need you to help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no. so she she, was, she she did it, but so now they do both. But yeah, you yeah. don't want to spend like, no, no it's no, like you're, no trying to, you're trying to make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You so, got to be smart with your resources and especially like timing. Like we all work nine to five still and bust our ass after work, do this. So exactly. just, just trying to have all the timing aligned and. Do some cool stuff this year. I mean, the year is already flying. It's already March. March. So, like, Crazy. trying to drop a couple collections and then um, hopefully we're in a studio by the beginning of next year because we have some plans in there. Like, we're going to obviously drop clothing, but we want to have uh, people's clothing that we know. Like, personally, mm-hmm. we want to have, like, a few, like, select pieces in the, in the studio so, like, we can do, like, split profits and stuff and people can pull up in there. And the only way you can get that is if you pull up to the studio. Like right. it's made specifically for, to come here. Mm-hmm. So just stuff like that. Just doing some creative shit like yeah. that. So That's yeah. A yeah. 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 Um again, thank you. Pulling thank up. You. It means a lot. So um great conversation. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. fire, bro. Uh, was I really appreciate good. y'all for yeah. having me. Yeah. Of course, of course. This is my second think my second podcast okay. about my brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fire. So. Won't, won't be the last one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We'll we'll, be the last we'll have time. you on um when you blow up and have a hundred K. So. Um, yeah. But hey, y'all gonna make sure to show them love. Is these 
You can get the racer hood uh, shirt. You can you if can. they ask. If you hit me up. You got a DM. The other two hoodies, are they for sale on the website? Yeah. On, on the okay. website. And people are just, they order through the website, get it made. Yep. All right. Uh, as soon as you order it, you know, I'm putting place in the order. And it's going to get What's to the website? Spread-love.store. Store. And the Instagram is spreadlove.inc. Yep. I-N-C. Okay. I-N-C. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, make sure to go give them a follow. Go give them, go, 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 go get something, man. Support them. Support yeah, your locals. Grab some. I know y'all can grab some. Yeah. Or retweet. Something. Yeah, Help retweet. Follow them. Yeah, anything. He's spending $100 at West 6, but can't buy a goddamn <laughs> shirt. Damn. Yeah. It's going to last longer. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, show them some love. He's family. Y'all, y'all know how we get down. It, yeah, it, it's the same energy to uh, be positive as to be negative. And express, express some love out here, man. But this will do it from your boys over here. Opinionated. We'll catch y'all guys next time. Peace. Peace.